Hello and welcome to the Manic Podcast Season 3, Episode 11. My name is Liam and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet is the ever-opaque Tobias. Ever-opaque? I can never see through you. That's, you're that's always true. you're always opaque. You've never I've never known you to not be opaque. <laughs> that that's fair. And it feels like I've always been through the powers of the internet now. Uh, honestly, I, I can barely remember a time when you weren't through the powers of the internet. And I generally <laughs> think one day we'll be sitting side by side or opposite each other on a table, and by habit it will still happen. <laughs> yeah, through the powers of the internet, and I'll be like, Liam, I'm right here. You can like, touch me. In fact, you have. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah, I feel like we'd be opposite each other, but with computers still using Skype. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because it feels weird now to, to actually see more than just like shoulder down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're doing a podcast. We are Yay. doing a podcast. We've done a few of them now. We have. I mean, we're on season three. We are. And like oh. halfway through, over halfway through now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, yeah. pretty much, much. How's it going? How's it diddling? Oh, it's diddling fine, I suppose. If anything, don't diddle too much. I mean, it's lockdown and I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> he diddles all the live long day. <laughs> Self diddling. Need hobbies. All right, not <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was going to start like this. Uh, we did talk about doing like an after hours one. Maybe this is our trial run. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's still before the watershed for listening, we're going to put the word diddle in place of naughty words. Whatever the <laughs> naughty word is. Yeah, diddle you. <laughs> diddle you too. Oh, you <laughs> wash your mouth out, mate. <laughs> Before I say diddle again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we will get past diddling. We will actually do some proper talking about films and stuff. Films and stuff. Because <laughs> this is, believe it or not, yeah. our topical episode. This is a topical episode where we talk about all the latest stuff we've watched, seen, and maybe some news. I tell you what, I mean, this is not something we can talk about right this minute, as in with any knowledge. Right. Because who, who knows really what the world has in store. Tomorrow, yeah. if you're in America, I'm not. No, you're not, and I'm not. But yeah. people, some of our listeners are. They are. That's that's true. And by the time they listen to this, they may have seen the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. The four-hour cut. Yeah, because it's no longer four one-hour episodes. It's now just a four-hour film. That's a that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. <laughs> I was having a chat with our mate Craig. Uh, and he was like, I really hope it's good. I really hope it's good. I'm just really annoyed that America have it and we don't. Yeah. And I was like, well, to be, to be fair, that always used to be the way we were always like six months behind America at one point. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. But I must be one of the few people in the world that hope it stinks because it will be chaos if it's a success. You'll, you'll be doing re reshoots of everything. Everything that actually you've spent money on and didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll go, oh, we can do this better. We'll add a character. Yeah. So I, I am worried. But at the same time, of course I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I liked Justice League. I didn't mind the film. So it'll be interesting to see this darker, much longer version. Well, they spent like $70 million on the extra bits. That's crazy. That, that is. is so crazy. It's unbelievable. For a film that has already had a theatrical release 
for them to then go, oh, here's another 70 million. I mean, I struggle to find a pound for milk sometimes. <laughs> and I just think for extra oh. bits, I'll take one million. What you need what you need to do is add the Joker. <laughs> I don't think shot. that's where he's not where all the money went. But the fact is we have got Jared Leto, who was never in the original script. Yeah. He was never meant to be in the Justice League. Uh, yet now he's in there. Like, I, yeah, I've seen photos of him without tattoos and stuff, like long hair and scary looking. But it's it's still the same Joker. It is yeah, I think it's like Joker. free, isn't it? Free tattoo. Um, I don't know, because he's, he's longer haired, isn't he? I assumed it was bef- the character before he get, got the tattoos and like went all short hair and like more traditional that, as we've seen him. Maybe. If because it's more of like, how do you go from fully tattooed to not tattooed? That is true. Or actually, if you want to follow Joker, maybe just, I don't know, fall in a vat of acid, maybe. Maybe. But he's already white, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, that's interesting. I have noticed, because along with a new trailer came a new credit card uh, card list. I can't speak. And you know, I like my my credits. He does. And considering he was in a post-credit scene in the first Justice League... Jesse Eisenberg is on the main credits this time. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he's definitely had an upgrade. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, I have actually noticed some of the main cast have switched positions. Ooh, who's currently top? Who is top bill? Um, Ben Affleck. Ben, it's always Ben Affleck now. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Then Henry Cavill. Then Amy Adams. Oh, okay. She's not even in the Justice League. Yes, she is. As in, like, she's not one of the Justice League. Um, And then, I think, I think before it used to be Ezra Miller. He slipped down now. Yeah. Ray Fisher, I think, is higher. Cyborg, okay. Yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe's in the credits. Okay. Um, I think then mostly it's the same. It would be interesting to see it. To compare it and be like, obviously, you know, it's going to be different, very different because of the length of it alone. Yeah. Even yeah. if it was the same film, just with a couple of extra long scenes, you know, it's going to be different because of the, the amount they're at, the amount of time. You basically doubled the film. Yes. So you know that it, it's going to change so much. Um, it will be interesting to see what they've done and how much you recognize the original stuff. In the new context. I mean, I will be, when it comes to a point where I can watch the new version. Yeah. I will be watching the original version. Yeah. Because, yeah, right. Sense. Now, this will undoubtedly segue into another part of a conversation. But I, at the time, I'm going to have to word myself very carefully here. <laughs> I was upset with how people went against Joss Whedon yeah. about the cut of the film. Yeah. For, from my point of view, Zack Snyder stepped down for family reasons, and we all know what his reasons were. Yeah. And then very late in the day, Joss Whedon was brought in to finish a film. Yeah. And he did the best of his ability, and people went, oh, this is terrible, let's all blame Joss. The problem Which, is, if you're coming in to finish someone else's project, you haven't been the one to open that box, as it were, so you're not going to know how to fit properly finish something that you didn't start yes that'd be like you starting a script and saying i want you to finish my script in the exact way i'm thinking yeah that it's just not practical it's not going to happen so he he did what he did what he does as a director he did his own take on it using what they'd already done 
Yeah. Uh, and people were very, very down on it. And what I got annoyed about was these were probably some of the same people who really moaned about Batman versus Superman and really moaned about Man of Steel going, oh, it'd be so much better if Zack Snyder had done it. It's like, yeah. you were, you did moan about his versions. Yeah. So what I think is going to be interesting about this particular version is it's not actually what Zack Snyder had intended. No matter what Zack Snyder says, his version, original idea, didn't have the Joker in it. Yeah. <laughs> they've definitely been, you know, they've basically gone, well, let's make this a much bigger thing. My my issue with it, as I think we've basically covered before, is my problem is, for whatever reason, if you step away from a project, I feel like you should lose the right to then re-edit. Because you, if you've chosen to walk away from something, for whatever reason, and you've given the reins to someone else, just because it's not a popular opinion of the final project... I I just think why you you're not you are undermining yourself as well by going back and doing another edit. Yeah, to a point, and I kind of I just don't know where this is going to lead to. With if let's say it is the better version, and yeah. this has got every chance with all the extra money and all this, it it could well be. Yeah, easily. But what does that mean for now? Any film that doesn't do as well as they think it should. Or yeah. any film where the fans don't like it. Mm. Are we going to get another... Like, Are we going to get a four-hour version of The Last Jedi? Actually, you know what? Is like someone going to step in and go, you know what, I'll, I'll refilm the final season of Game of Thrones? Yeah. yeah. It, it, literally, any time people... There was a majority that, of fans not liking something, someone could step forward and go, I can make that better. Yeah. It's like, no... No, that shouldn't be how it is. Actually, I mean, it is interesting that it's, it's an option. But it, I think it, it's interesting because it hasn't really done been done before. No. I'm just worried about what will come from it if it actually is a success. Yeah. Um, I am desperately trying to think. There's something related to it. Uh, and again, it's, it's HBO Max. They're looking at doing an entire film of something... I might have to. I might actually have to just have a quick look on the thing, because I think it might be to do with Justice League or something. I find it so that's annoying. Well, basically, it was something like a film involving a character we already knew was being given like a spin-off film, but it was going to be made just for HBO Max with no intention of cinema release. Okay. Just because they want exclusive reasons for people to sign up to it. Yeah. Uh, Which I I suppose makes sense, uh, especially with uh, the Disney Plus way of things now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But anyway, so I don't know how you want to segue, whether any of that is usable. I can't find what it is. It's more of going from from DC to Marvel. I think it would be crazy to not mention WandaVision. Oh, we should definitely make... Yeah. We should yes. tell her about Yes, we should definitely mention one division because we are now six episodes down. Yeah, we many? are. How many episodes? Nine. Nine. So we've only got three left. Yes. Thoughts so far? Uh, right. First episode wasn't sure, but luckily it came with the second episode, and at the end of the second episode, I was sold. Yeah. But basically, where we are now. We have had some massive things like Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Oh. But 
what everyone's saying after the sixth episode is that he's not the X-Men version. No, no. It he is like the, the MCU version, but with a different face. Yeah. And I think that what they've done is, rather than it be an in-canon thing, I think outside they've kind of gone, wouldn't it be cool because people have already seen Evan Peters? Yeah. It will be a talking point. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, some of the interesting things come with what could come next. I will say, you've put a Tumblr post up and I have not yet looked through it. That's all right. Um, so anything I say now will not be referenced or quoted from it and you might have disagreed or agreed with it. Obviously, we are at this point in this next episode realistically going to be introduced to some people um, because uh, Rambo has yeah. basically said they're going to go meet a contact. It's a massive opinion that it's going to be uh, Reed. Yes, and now I will say, Reed Richards, I... Okay, let's get back to my blog, which I'm not going to go blow by blow with what I've written in the blog. But Elizabeth Olsen has said that WandaVision as a series has the same level of cameo, of excitement and secrecy that the Luke Skywalker cameo in The Mandalorian had. Yeah. And um, so I know some people who went... Oh, well, was that Evan Peters? I was like, well, no, because a lot of fans knew that Evan Peters was going to show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen... Okay, I watched a TikTok today, which actually said we're going to be introduced to three characters in one episode. The big one, as you've already mentioned, they think it's going to be Reed Richards. Yeah, it makes sense with the descriptions we've been given. Possibly played by John Krasinski. Uh, but before we get to Reed Richards, the other two names that have been rumoured, Hawkeye, which actually would make sense because Clint's already always had like a friendly mentor yeah. sort of thing, and uh, Phil Coulson. Okay. Which would connect the agent to S.H.I.E.L.D. It would obviously have Hawkeye, who's obviously an Avenger. Does that mean before next week's episode, I need to watch the last three episodes of season six and all of season seven? Well, I don't know because I've, I've not seen season seven. So oh, okay. I, I'm not up to date. Because realistically, <clears throat> at the, surely at the time of WandaVision, that, that has to be after the conclusion of S.H.I.E.L.D., doesn't it? The series. <clears throat> yes, but I know very little about season seven, except yeah, that the time travel involved. Oh, that is <laughs> a theory that I have to... Uh, you know what? I'm not, I won't rush it. <laughs> <laughs> Although it might be something I focus on this week generally. But I mean, it wasn't on my agenda. And at no point had I considered that Colson would be showing up. No, I, but actually, out of, out of all those names, I would say out of Colson, Hawkeye and Mr. Fantastic, actually yeah. Colson is the closest to a big Luke Skywalker-esque entrance for me I, to be honest Hawkeye feels underwhelming Reed Richard would be cool but, but actually doesn't feel that big for me except for the fact it's a, from, a, from a brand that's not been in it yet yes I mean that it would be an introduction to a brand new character yeah who we are expecting but we weren't expecting if yeah. you like uh, there's I've seen other I mean I will say that the same person who suggested those three as a three is the person who's been going on about the fact that they expect Toby Maguire to show up as Spider-Man. And the fact yeah, and it just makes no narrative sense. Yeah. And we also do have now that Tom Holland has said that None Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire are not in Spider-Man. 
Yeah. But part of me thinks, are you just trying to ma- massively bluff everyone out now? Because we know how bad you are with secrets. Well, what I I came up with a theory that actually maybe that's what he's been told. He's actually filmed a scene with maybe Ned and someone else, but they're going to be digitally taken out and it's going to be the Spider-Man. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Maybe they've gone, we know he can't keep a secret. So yeah, uh, let's, just not, let's not put him in that position. Point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Colson would be a big reveal for me because obviously it's kind of him back in the proper world, as it were. Yeah. Not just yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah. After that, Reed. Reed. Reed would be a great addition. Um, Hawkeye does would does feel a bit underwhelming because it's not been that long really since we've seen him last. I mean, there's there are a lot of possibilities. A lot of people are expecting Doctor Strange to show up because we know Again, I'd, I'd be okay with that, but it wouldn't be a shock. Same as if Fury turned up, I'd just be like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, the yes, I mean, Fury is actually another one of the names I I put in the blog because like... Captain Marvel would make sense because of Rambo. Yes, exactly. Although they are kind of doing a don't mention her sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, two people. One I know is getting a lot of traction at the moment in the rumours. Yeah. That this cameo, not necessarily who Rambo's going to meet. That It doesn't make a sense for that cameo. Yeah. But for the Luke Skywalker style cameo, a new or existing Magneto. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Because it could be Michael Fassbender, it could be Ian McKellen, or it could be a new actor if they yeah. did bring him in. Or they could really throw it and be like, right, we've got, we're going to have Magneto, but it's going to be Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, this is the thing. We know that Patrick Stewart was asked yeah. to come in, but he seems to have turned it down. But just because he turned it down doesn't mean that Ian McKellen has turned it down. No, that's true. That is true. Um, one other rumour I have been hearing a lot. Yeah. Is that and I don't know the character's name. He's in charge of like the authorities who are who've just kicked everyone out. He's like he's like the the military leader. Well, who we've already met. Yeah, you know that yeah. he he's not a bad guy, but he's also not the best one. You know, he's the one who's yeah, like yeah. everything. I've heard multiple different theories that he is actually Ultron in disguise because that's what happens in the oh. comics. Oh, I doubt that. I Literally, I'm not... in the comic books there was a whole storyline where Ultron does come back from the dead. Yeah. And dis- does disguise itself as a military leader to get hold of Vision's dead body, which would focus, which is yeah. focus on why he's obsessed with trying to get Vision's body. The the only thing that I would say about that, plus I've heard rumors that James Spader might be in it. Well, to be honest, I've, I've heard rumors that everyone's in it. <laughs> I okay, think, yeah, if you, if you look in the right that's places, a <laughs> yeah. But the the thing is, we have only got three episodes left. Yeah, but and I if have a feeling was, they're going to be big episodes. Every episode is going to be huge. But we, considering how many Avengers it took to defeat Ultron the first time, yeah, I don't That's personally right. see it. It would be cool, but yeah. only if they intend on definitely doing a second I think season. He might not be at the same level of power. Maybe. Which is why he's having to use a fake kind of visual. One thing that seems to have been, to me, not to others, it's it's confused me about Agnes because everyone seems to be insistent that she's going to be a bad guy, but she's very much in the last episode seemed to be running. Yeah, um, that yeah, that's true because a lot of people are trying to link her to the character Mephisto, um, but not as the character. Mephisto. No, no, but linked to because apparently there's a female character linked to the character. Yeah, I don't know yeah, the yeah. character of Mephisto that very well. Um, there's a lot that links to Mephisto. Like apparently there's an anagram in one of the credits that says Mephisto. Um, apparently, again, this is um, Elizabeth Olsen 
in an interview way back when during yeah. uh, Olsen did a whole quote about she'd like to do one of the stories from House of M, which yes. involves Mephisto, literally, where she has two kids and they are shards of Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it, would, it would make a lot of sense. To be honest, it's it's a bit like for me when they recast the Doctor and everyone starts confirming it was Peter Capaldi before it was confirmed it was Peter Capaldi. And then yeah. when they went, it's Peter Capaldi, I went, yeah, but everyone's saying that. Yeah. It, if it now turns out to be Mephisto, which I feel like it probably is going to be, um, yeah. I'd go, yeah, but everyone thinks that. So you've lost your your big twist. But, but I mean, the, the show it. can't... The, the, when they make the series, yeah, they can't guess what everyone's going to guess. No, no. Also, we do know that the series does lead into Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. And what we think that Nightmare is going to be the villain of Doctor Strange 2. And people seem to be able to link Pietro, something that Pietro yeah. has been talking about, to Nightmare. Yeah, apparently a lot of people think that actually Pietro is Nightmare. Yeah. There's a direct link there. Because a lot of what he's saying, he's one of the first characters to just outright be referencing stuff outside of the, he- the Hex or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, he's actually questioning stuff and she's not been able to answer it. With everyone else, she's answering and she's like diverting. Yes. Um, but the thing is, he's getting it through being the brother. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting what they're doing with the children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I like that element. And actually, because obviously this particular episode was very much a rip of Malcolm in the Middle. Which I didn't get until afterwards. I recognised it. But then once someone pointed it out, I was like, oh, of course it is. Yeah, of course yes. it is. And actually, Evan Peters's, um Quicksilver really fit into the vibe of it. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, it, it all it all worked quite well. Having the kid talk to the camera, it shifted it slightly. It, it was a nice little element. Uh, but what is good, as much as you've got the sitcom element, then you have the scenes like Vision trying to escape the hex and bits of him ripping off of him. Yeah, very clever. And, yeah. But again, it feeds into a Mephisto thing I've seen of yeah. the thing that breaks her is the fact that the kids can't leave the Hex. Yeah, well, and in the, essence, she's going to have to lose Vision again and the and children. The kids, and that's going to be what breaks her and causes her to like rip reality apart, basically. It's going to, I mean, not knowing if how Disney Plus and Marvel are playing this. Yeah. In that, is this a one and done? Are we having WandaVision? That leads to Doc Strange. We're not going back to WandaVision. I kind how could of you? want it to be a one-off. Because yeah. the way the series has gone, it's been unique. But the question there is, what if it it alone doesn't have a satisfying conclusion? The problem is, if they do a second season, it kind of answers the question of, well, you know Vision's going to somehow get out because you can't call it WandaVision if he's not in another series. Exactly. It's going to be difficult for them to sell it as a one-off if it is so connected to yeah. another film. A film, not even another series. You know, it's kind of like... Yeah, I mean, but either way, I am genuinely very interested in the next two episodes. To the point oh, of, yeah. I, if it wasn't for spoilers, and because we're on TikTok, I can't avoid them very well. Yeah. I I would say you know what I will skip the next episodes and binge it, but you I cannot do that. No, that is not an option. One podcast, two yeah. social group, and yeah. we've definitely got, <laughs> yeah. we've definitely got a D and D game before the fin- the final yeah. of this series, and that it will be discussed. Um, but the problem is I finished this episode, and I have done the last few episodes actually, and just thought 
Oh no, another week. I know. At least when I, I at least when I left it a couple of days last time, I, I had less of a week to wait. Binge watching has ruined it for us. We have to watch things. We, I don't want to wait a week. No, no. <laughs> I I've, got, I've got a couple of things that I watch like that. I, like, I watch Riverdale like that. It's not the same level of drama, but it is yeah. frustrating to enjoy an episode and then go, oh, "How yeah. did I used to always do this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just used to it all coming out there and then. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. There's the obvious ones, like the Mephisto thing is a logical one, a lot of people are saying it. But it will be yeah. interesting to see what they do if it's not that. It will also be interesting to see. I mean, yes, we know that Rambo and I think Jimmy Woo's with her. Yeah. They're on the way, aren't they? So we're going to meet them. Although, right, everyone's saying it's the next episode. But let's be honest. <laughs> they've already shown that where they finish one episode... They could skip Bad. that storyline completely because Darcy is now inside. Yeah, and they, they might do, do that annoying enough. thing where the next episode is literally inside the hex because you've got a whole load of new terrain inside there and a lot of people in there now. Yes, and it'll be interesting to see how Vision is. He's just going to be back in the spell Vision now. Vision knows or... things, doesn't he? Generally, yes. But yeah, he has had that kind of basically second death, really, hasn't he? Yeah. Almost. So it will be. It will be interesting to see what they do. Yes. Now. Shall we do a segment? Oh, which segment do you want? Shall we do the hat? The hat, which is also a mug. The the mug hat. The mug hat, hatty mug, yeah. Also known as... What's it known as? What's it called? <laughs> the segment Battle Royal. no name. Yeah, no, it's got, this one's got a name. Um, Character Battle. There we go. He got there. I like it. I wanted to call it Battle Royale, and that's not what it's called. (laughs) Nice. Nice. You don't change it this late in the day. (laughs) Battle Royale would have made more sense. Yeah. Actually, that would have been perfect. Yeah, but hey. Season four. (laughs) Uh, Right. Okay. I've picked one out the hat. Shuffy, shuffy. You picked one out the mug. I have indeed. Tell me yours, Liam. Mine is Pinhead. Okay. Oh no. Mine is Mumra, the ever living. Oh dear. Mumra's <laughs> from Thundercats. Pinhead is from Hellraiser. He is. He is. He does raise the hell. Whoop whoop. Now, this is an interesting one. I don't this think is, this is a, difficult. It's not going to be a direct win. No. And also, I don't think we're going to upset that many people with whichever way we go. But <laughs> no. no. Um, they've uh, both got their own kind of like cult following. Okay, so I will ask you. Yeah. What does what could Pinhead do? I mean, he could pull him to hell and rip him apart. Yeah. Does he do that himself? Pretty much. Yeah. Does he? Does he? Or I mean, he, he, ha- he has the capability of doing that. Yeah. To be fair, Pinhead. Um, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, I love Pinhead. I've met the actor who plays Pinhead. I've got his signature and everything. But the point is, Pinhead is probably the least scary of all the Cenobites. <laughs> I don't know. His head is full of pins. He, yeah, but he's like, he's quite chatty. He's quite intelligent. 
Whereas he's not just some woman with a chest ripped open and a cat in it. That is true. I mean, <laughs> I have just Googled what are Pinhead's abilities because I actually couldn't think of what he's physically capable of. Yeah. This is the description that comes up. Pinhead's powers are vast and far beyond any human's ability to withstand. He is invulnerable, ageless, oh. immortal, okay. capable of teleportation, magically disguising himself as other people and transforming humans and entities into Cenobites. Ah, oh, that's quite a big thing. It is. And I say, I didn't know that because I was like, actually, you are right. He's like the face of it, but you do see actually all the other stuff do it. But he is yeah. capable of a lot of things. Oh, Mumra can fly. Yeah. Has laser beams out of his eyes. He does. But he's scared of his own reflection. <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a fan, is he? <laughs> he doesn't like he's it. He's <laughs> not a fan. All Pinhead's got to do is fight him in a dress shop and, and Mumra is out of it. <laughs> Yeah, in a dress shop, yeah. Um, um, but also, Mumra is the ever-living. He is the ever-living. So they're both sort of immortal. That is true. In a fight. Uh, but the, the problem is, if, yeah. you, if, if you do find a way of killing Pinhead, he's just yeah. going to go back to hell and then come back. Yeah. It's not, like, killing him isn't going to kill him. It's just going to, like, prolong his return. Can I having not seen Thundercats? Do they defeat him? Yes and no. They do oh. always defeat him per episode, but he's always back. I mean, like because he goes like, back and recharges, the and then comes... is there like an ending to him? I've not seen the ending. Oh no! You call yourself a fan. <laughs> it wasn't available on British screens at one point. That's fair. That's fair. I've got the DVDs. I was going to watch them with you, but you gave up very, very soon. I'd happily watch them. The problem is well, there is now, you... there is now a lockdown. Yeah. Maybe you can find them online, because you know what? I've got a birthday episode coming up. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, before Googling what he could do, I would have been swayed towards Mumra. But the fact is, they've used the word invulnerable and immortal in this description. Maybe. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to Google what can Mumra do. <laughs> <laughs> so this segment is brought to you by Google. Uh, well, let's be honest. Our film review is normally brought to you by Netflix. That is, so, that is true. We've got to balance it out. We've got to bring in the readies. I've literally got what can Mumra do? Powers and abilities. Yeah. While while in the form of Mumra the Ever Living, he becomes a conduit for the ancient spirits of evil, such that he can amplify his aforementioned abilities to a nearly cosmic scale, gain superhuman strength, as well as retain his undead status despite the passage of time or any injuries sustained. Okay. What does it say on the bit of paper you've pulled? What are the exact words on the bit of paper you've pulled? Are you, are you going to get technical? I want, to know, I want to know what's written on the bit of paper. Mumra. Okay, so he's not in an ever-living form at this point. He's just plain old Mumra. Yeah, but you don't call him. He calls him. No one calls him the ever-living except for himself. That's just his title. That's he's, just his title. Giving himself, he's giving himself a You don't give yourself a title. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Okay, this is a list of everything he can do. Okay, cool. Because, right. Oh, I'm not sure about... Okay. His abilities include energy manipulation, okay. levitation, necromancy... Alchemy, shape-shifting, temporal manipulation, teleportation, psychokinesis, oh. transfiguration, mind control, astral projection, 
scrying, summoning monsters, and so on. <laughs> I don't like and so on. They're listing stuff. You can't, you can't just load stuff and go. It basically goes oh. and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really lazy description. <laughs> They've basically gone, and I'm sure he did some other stuff as well. He, he can do. He can do shiz. I like the fact that they can both teleport, which makes me think they're just going to be going blip, 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 blip. <laughs> and like, one of them runs at the other one, and then the other one teleports behind them, and it's just that for like a million hours. I tell you what, I think Pinhead would win in a headbutting competition. <laughs> <laughs> or just by holding a mirror up. That is true. Ah, uh, you know what? Because Mumra's a cartoon, I guess we can throw him away and give it to Pinhead. Oh, put Pinhead in a cup. Yeah. I will throw Mumra away, although I think I think he's he's losing on a bit of a The problem this... is these two are actually very, very powerful. I... Um Yeah. I think the fight would be a very long one indeed. Yes. Do you know what they actually? It feels like more like, you know, in in Superman, how when there's a villain that can't be destroyed, they don't kill him; they just send him to the Phantom Zone, so they can't do any more damage. That's what happened here. Have to do, yeah, yeah. I get that. Hell. Hell's already pretty ruined. But you know what? Because at the end of the day, Pinhead isn't scared of anything. He's but Mumra's scared of his own face. Um, yeah, which must make it very difficult when shaving in the morning. <laughs> I just misread one of these descriptions. Right. It says magically disguising himself. I read it as magically disgusting himself. <laughs> that was true. It would make him scared of mirrors as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that means that Pinhead is into the semi-finals. I think. Ooh. Yeah. And thus concludes character battle. <laughs> I meant to say Battle Royale edition, but I just went boil. <laughs> there you go. It's also not the edition. It, every episode is like this. I know, but that's because I've now got a little bit of a new name. <laughs> that's fair. That yeah. Fair. I thought no, be... to be fair, that was one of the harder ones to decide. Because they were both very powerful. We had a genuine discussion. <laughs> That must never happen. It doesn't. Right, something I thought would be interesting to talk about because it's something we both started watching. Yes. Resident Alien. Yes. Now, what happened here is I did what is called doing a Liam, where I suggested something and then forgot it existed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that said, I remember today, so I have watched half of episode two. Okay, so well, I've, I've watched, watched one and a half. Three. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'll, I'll try not to spoil things. I don't mind. I don't it's mind. It's not, much, it's not that kind of series. <laughs> um, um, so do you want to explain what it is and who, like, who's in it and all that? Okay. Well, basically, if you're a genre fan, then you will probably know the name Alan Tudyk. Yeah, big name. Bit of a, bit of a legend. Le- a legend in the old legend. genre department. Uh, from the old Firefly days, and actually, he's been in loads. He's been in Star Wars. If you're um, a Disney fan, and you like Moana, he was the chicken. I could not have told you that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That stupid uh, chicken trying to walk into the sea. <laughs> Alan to do. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> 
voice is the scarecrow in most cartoon versions of Batman. Does he? Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Hey, okay. well, Michael, actually, that might be Michael Rosenbaum. I think I might be Michael Rosenbaum. But I mean, he does do a lot of voices generally. Basically, he's actually very talented. Oh, he is. And, and he's generally quite a funny man. He's one of those who he's so believable as a good guy, but he's also really believable as a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he works well. Uh, and he is playing the said resident alien. Yeah. Who we find out. This is sort of a spoiler, but not really. You find it out in episode one. Yeah. He was coming to Earth to destroy us all. Yeah. Yes, he was. But then he had a bit of an accident in his old spaceship. And now he's basically stuck here. Yeah. Li- living amongst the town folk and just trying to fit in, really. Yeah. Within reason, when he's not trying to kill children and stuff. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, that is fair. <laughs> um, I like it when he's trying out his human body. Yeah. I like it when he's replicating, actually, when he's trying to learn language. Yeah. And when he's trying to eat things. It's very funny. It also does also verge on a little bit cheesy. It is cheesy, but also we have said there's a certain iffy quality about the sci-fi channel. Yeah. Out of full sci-fi, this is actually quite quite up there. Yeah, yeah, it is actually because um, I think the when he's in alien form, yeah, I, I very actually, good actually. I fully agree. I mean, I have I watched the third episode today, and there is a conversation he has as the alien, and that it was the first time I kind of questioned it because it was just like kind of like I noticed actually the way he was talking was very much because of the mask. Yeah, and I could tell that because of like the mouth being around the teeth area. I could hear him limiting his movement. I was like, that's unfortunate, but it doesn't affect it. Um, yeah. It is funny. It's very kind of, it is very cheesy. It's it's very dark humour as well, really. The humour is quite dark. Yeah, well, it does deal with, like, murder and stuff. Yeah. But um, also, you get to see him go bowling. You do. It's he very a... interesting watching, trying to learn to be a person. Yeah. Yeah, because normally, when we've tried, when we've seen aliens adapt to human life, they actually tend to be pretty good on. characters. Yeah, huh? pretty on but it as well. Get used yeah. to it. But he's like, he's having to get used to things that he hadn't considered. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really like people. Well, he likes some people. Yeah, but he's, he, <laughs> the point is he was sent there to destroy them all. Yes. So, Which is it, obviously going to be an issue. Oh, clearly. Yeah, massively. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that episode three is very good. Um, okay. there's, it's got, they've done very well with the end of each episode. It has so far has been like a Oh, kind of moment. <laughs> At the end of episode three, it does that as well, but it's not him. There's other elements. Okay. Um, there, I'm going to give you one word for, for episode three, just because I think you'll respect it when it happens. The word circumcision. Okay. Just enjoy that. Um, oh, no. It's, no, oh, it's, no. It's, it's, it's interesting, the reason they go behind it. and It's not what you're thinking. Um, I mean, I will it, say, right, because I don't think we've mentioned it, the body that he's using... Oh, well, he's yeah. basically a, a medic. Yeah, he he he's taken the body of a uh, pathologist. Yeah. One, and the problem is, he's taken the body of a doctor in a town whose doctor is killed off in the first episode. So he has to be the so doctor. So suddenly they're kind of calling on him. And he actually doesn't know anything about it. So he's yeah. having to learn it all. But he, he does make a point of saying in the first episode that humans are so far behind medically. So 
he just knows a lot of the basic ideas of it. But he does yeah. have to Google it most of the time. And he is using Google on his phone every time someone talks about something. And yeah. I, the humour is is very cheesy, but I, I am finding myself out loud chuckling at it. Well, I quite liked the point with him as a medic when he just goes in and without really checking, he goes under the covers of what he's expecting to be a 12-year-old boy with warts. And it's not. It's a, it's a pregnant lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I think there's a scene where he goes. He, there's a, a woman in there who's looking to get basically to get an examination down there, and he he puts his head under the cover um, to do the examination, but has to Google it and ends up accidentally taking photos. Yeah, and it's it's like you know it's going to happen. You can tell, yeah. but it's it is funny. Um, it, I think actually, if this was a different actor who wasn't as good, it might not come across as well it could be very rigid yeah or actually go the other way and be too goofy slapstick and yeah but actually this is where alan tudyk is it gives it some sort of credibility in a way yeah i mean nothing against this actor i'm going to mention but if it was someone who was more known for being more over top like say if it was like a jim carrey style actor it would be too much though to be fair i could see if this was a film it probably would be someone like jim carrey they would go for yeah, but because it's a TV series and it's also on sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. But no, I... it's very interesting because you pointed it out to me. I've seen it yes. appear, um, and I'm glad I've watched it. And again, it's another waiting for a weekly, but I can deal with that. It's not that kind of series that I'm like, oh no, I must watch it all now. Yeah, I think there's only going to be ten episodes though. I think it's only a ten episode series. So that's good. I'm getting used to shorter series. I like that now. And this is it feels like it's the kind of concept that doesn't need <clears throat> twenty four episodes. I don't really think many series need 24 anymore. No, I do. I fully agree with you. Yeah. I do fully agree. <clears throat> cool. Uh, yes, but I... Obviously, I'm midway through episode two. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I actually think I will be... I might not finish the episode. I might go back and watch episode one, two, and three all together as a block. Yeah. That's fair. Um, then... it, it airs Thursday nights on Sci-Fi. That's kind of the new the new night it comes on. Okay. So, uh, and th- that's how I knew there'd be an episode three today. And I thought I'll watch it before we do the podcast. Cool. But yeah, no, it's, from... I, it's one I'm glad you put it out because I think it is going to be a fun one. I thought it could be one that we both watch. Yeah. 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 I mean, we both will watch it. <laughs> listeners might remember when we both we watched two series. Yeah, I didn't finish one, and Liam didn't finish the other. <laughs> <laughs> did you not finish? Oh, you didn't finish Emergence, did you? No, but you gave up very quickly oh, on Vagrant Queen. I will never watch another episode of Vagrant Queen, probably. Well, that's fine. It's been next. The, the only annoying thing was it actually ended up on a point where me, me going, oh, actually, I kind of want to see where this is going to go. Yeah, I mean, I do definitely think at some point maybe you should binge watch from the beginning Emergence because actually it did get very okay. good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what if they're giving it another series or not. No, I tell you what, I have seen them advertising again. Aver, Avenue 5? Oh, what, really? Yeah, I've been seeing adverts for it. So I, I guess they've the got first season. Have you not? No, it was one of the things we started watching and then I think because we, 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 we got rid of Now TV. Oh. So I kind of lost access to it. I've just got it on Sky. So actually it's all right for me. Yeah, And I really liked it. So, yeah. What else have you been watching in the last week or so then? Anything interesting? Um, well, I watched something, probably not in the last week. Right. But I know that you started watching Star Trek Lower Decks. 
I watched. I haven't finished the first episode. Yeah. Oh, I will because I do really like talk it. about lower decks then. No, I watched <laughs> the first like couple of minutes, then went back to it, but they got distracted and realised I wanted to watch something bigger. I started season three of Lucifer. I can tell you what I watched instead. What? Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah, you said you were going to... I'm on, like, episode seven of season one of Snowpiercer, and I'm addicted to it. Have you seen the film? No. Okay. No, I'm, I... a, I'm obsessed with it. I, I really like it. Fair enough. Because Snowpiercer, ha- the film, has yeah. like Chris Evans in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know anything about the TV series of it. Mm. No, I don't, I don't know a lot about the link. I don't know if it's exactly the, the same story, or if it's anything to do like if it's just a TV adaptation. Yeah, uh, I've done very well at avoiding spoilers and stuff so far. Yeah. Um, apart from I know a certain actor is in at least the next the next season who's not in season one, and the problem is it's an actor who's known for dying and everything. <laughs> oh, who okay. do you think it is? Is it Sean Bean? It is. It's really weird. He's on my TV screen right now because. Uh, Golden Eyes come on and he's in it and he's literally <laughs> on screen as you said as I said Sean Bean yeah. I was looking at Sean Bean I've right. seen that he's on he's on like the cover of of season 2 when you click on it yeah and I'm like you're not in this yet and well, the, the thing that concerns me about that is you're they're on a train that does not stop moving does not get new passengers just continually goes round and round and round and you're not in this show yet so that train's stopping or another train's going to appear that is what's going to happen. Or is it possible that you've just not met that character yet? I know who he plays. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, which in itself is a spoiler enough that it's the only spoiler. If anything's a big spoiler. <laughs> but um, no, I really like it. I'm obsessed with it. And it, to be honest, if I've not been like doing something on the computer on a live, I've been watching it pretty much. Fair enough. Um I mean, at the end of this month, although actually technically for us, it will be the start of March. Yeah. Uh, the new episodes of The Walking Dead start. Exciting. It is exciting, but I'm getting increasingly worried that Jeffrey D. Morgan has been talking about he hopes to be doing The Boys. And I'm just like, no, if you're doing The Boys, that might mean that Negan's no longer oh. in it. <laughs> Maybe that's because he's going to walk off into the distance like the comic books and then he'll but get But I don't want that to happen either. I'd rather that than... Maggie, like, destroy him. But I, if the character's going out, I don't really care how. I'm just like, no, I want you around. You're, like, the best character. Yeah, that's true. It would kind of lose its, like, thrill without him, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's like, it's only got one more season to have a best character, and <laughs> it feels like it's going to be default Ezekiel. I think Maggie might be the one now. Though. She's going to, I feel like Maggie's going to come back and it's just going to all be about Maggie. Maybe. I mean, I have wondered... Maybe she'll end up being the new big bad. She might take over. Like she might be the. Wow! Uh... What if she comes back and she does off Negan, but it's massively against everyone else's opinion? Because they've kind of accepted that he's out, but not necessarily moved on from the idea of what's happened yeah. in the past. But what yeah. if she comes back and is like, because we know she's going to have conversations with him. We know that happens, and we know that she has conversations with like Carol and. Um, Gabriel who are like look he's out because we need him and he's helped us so what if she's like I can't be here with with him here I'm going to get rid of him and does it and that's what kind of puts her on the opposing side for them all yeah because then they can't trust her not to just do what she wants to do yeah because they're working as a group now and she's like no it's about me yeah be interesting and we'll find out (laughs) yeah because we've got extra episodes no well um, a few weeks three weeks maybe 
exciting. Yes. Scary but exciting. It's scary. (laughs) Shall we go into an exclusive segment? Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, I get scared. I I don't know what the badger's going to do this time. That badger, he is is unruly at the best of times. He is. Okay. This this segment doesn't have a title. It doesn't have a title. And if it did, we we, we just start. Yeah, exactly. We just go on about how uh, some lo- some lovely paying people are going to know about the badger. Yeah, they are. And everyone else. But what is I'm going to know about the badger. T- what I will tell you, people who 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 aren't paying, is it's not only is this segment exclusive, it's also going to be slightly longer than normal from now on. So you're missing even more <laughs> stuff. Ah, oh, is he a fat badger? badger be, Has he got bigger? The thing that badger will will be doing with that extra time. I bet he's got a sidekick. <laughs> Yes, and we might find out what that is in this segment. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do a short countdown, and then we're going to jump into an exclusive patron segment. Ooh. In three, two, well, one. Back through the curtain. Yeah. Who would have thought that the Manic Badger now has a sidekick that is a dolphin called Bird? Bird the Flying Dolphin. Bird the flying dolphin, you son of a gun. Um, <laughs> well, I can't help me. And I'm probably going to keep most of this in because I know some of our listeners will get it. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, can I just confirm? Is it a dolphin called bird or a bird called dolphin? It's, it's a, a flying dolphin oh, called bird. Cool. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, cool. Um, but it's Badger and Bird now. It's Badger and Bird, but Bird is a flying dolphin. <laughs> uh, dolphins, birds? No, they're they're mammals and they don't fly. But this one does because it's like a super dolphin. It's super. Yeah, yeah. It was bit by a radioactive sparrow. And they will be available on merch, <laughs> which Liam has now got to create. <laughs> <laughs> And you can gain full access to the insanity that we're referring to for as low as £1 slash £1.20 after tax a month. Yes, a month. Uh, cheap, cheaper chips. Cheaper chips. Chip. I actually, can't use that as a catchphrase. But it is actually tax. cheaper than chips because if oh, you go yeah. to a chip shop, they're like £1.50, £1.90 for a small nowadays. It's like the 99p cone that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. That's like £1.80 cone. That's one penny. Saying. Have you ever seen a one penny sweet? Not for 20 years. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> I there used to be a thing. I remember there used to be a that, thing. But the those were 10p. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a razor blade hidden inside them. I shopped in some rough areas. Peaky um, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the next one to be introduced in the Badger segment. Um, so, anyway, if you do want to become a patron, the link will be down below in our link tree where you can have it through the different tiers, the different prices, and all the things it includes. Spoiler alert, if you want to become a top-tier patron, there is a Dungeons & Dragons session on the line there, which we do need a number of top-tier subscribers to do before we will make it an active thing. Yes. We're getting there. Slowly, oh, we are definitely... Surely we are getting there. We are indeed. So the link to that, as well as all of our socials, will be down below in the link tree in this description. Awesome. awesome so, awesome. Some yeah. Any news you want to bring up, like in the movie world that you've heard? Okay. Well, I'm going to I... talk about something bad. Oh no. Well, I just think because 
many, many times on this podcast, I've referenced how much I love Joss Whedon. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to linger on this too long, but obviously right. you, you might be aware that he's come under fire with Charisma Carpenter, Buffy herself, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Amber Benson and Michelle Trachtenberg all basically saying that actually Buffy was a toxic workplace. They're backing up claims by Ray Fisher uh, from the Justice League. And basically, it does kind of look like Joss Whedon's career might be done now. You know, I saw an article earlier today that one of the writers from Firefly had was basically said that Josh used to boast about some dodgy stuff quite a lot. I haven't seen that yet. But, um, it... but having not clicked on the article, I can't vouch what's inside the article. No. But it um, um... was basically just said that the... Um, that a writer had said that he used to boast about some of his interaction with women. Uh, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, it's... We, we've had this a few times because, like, Kevin Spacey used to be one of my favourite actors. Yeah. Um, it's it's a shame because as a writer, I would aspire to be Joss Whedon. Yeah, and then the problem is, like, you met, you've already mentioned Kevin Spacey, so I'll go with that. Yes. Kind of run. The yeah. problem is when Kevin Spacey fell from grace, it was his films that became the victims of that. You kind yeah. of went, I can't publicly say, oh, I love that film. Oh, this is a great film because of that. But the problem with, with someone like Joss Whedon, it's not just a case of like his roles. It's all of his projects now have a bit of a mar. Well, to a point, and obviously, right, I don't know if you've read what Chris McCarpenter has written. I haven't. It's long. It well, is long. Uh, and I, I'm not going to get into it now. <clears throat> but what very concisely... Sarah Michelle Gellar said while backing up the claims was basically and I think this is good for the franchise she loves to be associated with Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. but no longer wishes to be associated with Joss Whedon. Yeah that, I saw that quote as well. And I think that's the way you've got to look at it because like going back to the Kevin Spacey thing uh, American Beauty is one of my favourite films Yeah. Um, Seven is such an iconic film He's done some good films, and the I'm, film shouldn't be forgotten because of one of the actors has yeah. come out in a bad And you know what? I was 17 when Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out. Hang on, I'll say that in English. I was 17. Buffy the Vampire <laughs> I was also drunk. No, uh, <laughs> in a very rough upbringing. <laughs> I was uh, <clears throat> 17. Feel like that badger. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's got a little sidekick fly dolphin called Bird. I'm a little bit scared about how much the badger's going to start to seep over into the main episode. <laughs> I, I want you to make the merch. That's what I want. <laughs> I'll find it. You're doodling now, aren't you? You're literally... I mean, I am, but I, I drew a kite. Uh... <laughs> That's not going to be much. No, I was 17 when Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out. I was its target audience. And actually, it was very influential on me as a writer, just as like a genre fan. Mm. It's basically give gave me what i consider a staple for vampires for storytelling yeah. it's but, a big pivotal moment for the genre really isn't yeah it? and how many times do we reference buffy angel firefly yeah. uh we don't reference dollhouse as much yeah, but, but yeah and you gotta think joss was behind agents of shield true you see he's he's got a mark on a lot of things my favorite film the avengers Directed by Joss Whedon. <laughs> you know? So it, it, it's difficult to hear when someone that you basically idolise is yeah. not what you hoped they would be. It's unfortunate. It is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and I feel we should probably draw a line there. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, a couple of things I've seen 
uh, some of them might interest you, some of them might not. Um, I've seen that Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge have um, released a statement that they are working on a um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith Amazon project. Oh, I didn't see that they were working on it. Yeah. Yes, I knew about it. I had seen that. Yes. 2022, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes. Any thoughts on it? Um, it, I take it it's from the, the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie film. I guess yeah, it's that. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that film. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. So TV series would work. Spy couple. Yeah. yeah. I, it I, makes sense. And they're both capable performers, writers, producers. Are they artists. starring? I don't know if they're just the creative force behind it. Yeah, that's that's a bit. Mm. I don't know. I, I I would struggle to see them together. I don't think they're a natural fit. No, but not naturally. Um, but I then... did try, I did try watching Summer Fleabag the other day, and it, I just didn't gel with it. I found okay. I found the constant fourth wall breaks jarring, and it was. Con- I watched about eleven minutes of it. And I'd say eight, nine of those minutes was to the audience. Really? It was. Have you seen any of it? No. Oh, well, no, I've seen bits, but not like, enough. The opening scenes of the first episode are basically her waking up in the morning and then having a one night stand. Okay. Or at least sleeping with a guy. She talks to you the whole time. Oh, okay. And I found it. I wasn't expecting it to that level. And I thought okay. I might have to ha- go back in a different mood because it was also the night I ended up settling on Snowpiercer. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I was obviously yeah. in the mood for something heavier, but no, it, it, I, I didn't like the constant wall breaks. But I know that she's a very capable person when it comes to the projects. Yes. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do. That is due for 2022. Something else that is due for 2022, I don't know if you know about it, is the Paranormal Activity reboot. I did not know about this. By Chris Eubank. What? Mm-hmm. As in that Chris Eubank? I don't know. I doubt it. That, I was going to say. I doubt it's as in you mean the sportsman. The, the, the boxer. No, I don't think so. Oh, I was going to say, you say Chris Eubank, I only know one. <laughs> uh, let, me, uh, let me Google it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I've replaced the name. It's Will Eubank. That's very oh, different. No, do you know what it is? It's Will Eubank and Christopher Landon. Okay. So I'd mix the words together. That came up Animal with a activity, <laughs> And it, it is a reboot film for 2022. Okay. Which is interesting because obviously we've commented on it before about how it's good until they, they kind of take the mystery away. Yeah. I wonder if they'll go in a reboot down a different direction, but then oh, does I it need a reboot? Them. No, it does not need a reboot. They've done enough films, definitely. How many I are have there? Seven. There's about six or seven. Yeah, about that. Um, I have seen that there's a new face off film coming. Really? Who's in it? Uh, I don't know about actors, but they have stated it's not a reboot. It's a sequel to the oh, original. Okay, that could be interesting so, then. Yeah, because I think everyone had just thought because of the amount of time that's passed yeah. that it was going to be a reboot. But no, they said it's definitely a sequel to the original. Mm. I remember, it's been a long time, but I used to like Face Off. So that yeah, be yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that is definitely interesting. Uh, I'm not a game player, as we know, but you're a gamer. Yeah. So, Pedro Pascal? Has been cast. Um, personally, I think it's a terrible casting. Why? We should probably because, say what it is. You talk uh, about it. You know. Right. Basically, The Last of Us film. Yeah. Or is it a series? It's a film, I think. I can't remember anymore. I thought it, I thought it was a series, yeah, but it could I, be a film. I, I don't know. Series. What have I written here? Because I have written it now. I have, but I've just written The Last of Us. Um, yeah. Basically, <laughs> Pedro Pascal um, is joining Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 
um, as um, Ellie and Joel from The Last of Us. I think Bella Ramsey is actually fine. Yeah. Not, not a problem with the acting. Um, to be honest, not a lot to go from from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I just don't think Pedro Pascal's right. I, nothing I've seen him in feels similar enough to compare. Definitely not Mandalorian, although it is him with a child. Uh, what about... Was it Triple Frontier? He was in that as a helicopter guy. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, no, no, not really. It, it, it might be because I finished the games and actually the characters are so, like, themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird seeing someone else as them. Do you think, because I think we may have... Hang on, still cough more. <clears throat> we may have covered this before, because I've not played it, but you played, like, the beta version of the Avengers game, didn't you? I did, yeah. And was that a, not a problem, the fact that they just didn't look like the actors that you're now used to them being? It might. Or was, that, was that not a problem for you? Uh, no, no, that wasn't my a, a problem for me, really, no. Um, I don't know. I think it might be just because having recently played the games, and I do think they are brilliant, mm. um, it makes sense, obviously, um, them trying to you can't just take the same cast um i'm trying to figure out who played him in the game Joel, last of us one Joel miller um played by no that's don't not a fan of that the fact that it now just says played by pedro pascal because <laughs> it's not it's if not you, just if you click like a wikipedia about the film it would then click yeah that's what i'm gonna do game. because Actually, I want to see who the actor is and if this is one they haven't used the likeness of. Because actually, if it's an actor, they should just use the actor. <laughs> yeah. They might as well. Yeah. Um, right, Naughty Dog, the gameplay. Let's have a look. So, I want cast. That's what we want, Tobias. Additional. Yes, Liam. <laughs> I'm not doing the Googling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not doing the Googling. Okay, Troy Baker is the actor. I know the name. Um, you know the name. I actually do know the name. In film, Troy Baker has been in. I'm trying to find something you'd know him as. Lots know. of Scooby, lots of Batman, lots of lots of Batman cartoons, lots of cartoons. Ah, he's a voice of stuff. Yeah. In fact, is he not in Scoob? Is he in Scoob? Very, very likely. Um, oh, I, I, an American, it's an American dad. So, oh, I've definitely seen his name in things. Yeah, um, actually, he doesn't look a lot. He doesn't look like Joel. So that's that. That makes sense. Um, I'm sure Pedro Pascal will be fine at it. And um, vocally, I can kind of hear it. It's just a you just want a kind of like grumpy, growly kind of voice. But I just, I just the character's just not. It's just not right for me personally. But mm. I have nothing against Pedro Pascal as an actor. I just don't personally see him as this role at this point. Maybe yeah. once they start doing production shots, I might go ah okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, having recently played the second game and absolutely adored it, um, it will be interesting to see how the series goes because I believe they're going to follow the actual game story. From from is, what I from what I've seen, they're going to basically be doing the, the the stories from the game slash second game. I don't think they're going to do all the second game. 
Okay. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I I don't know the games. Do you? Are they are they film worthy plots? Definitely, definitely yeah. film worthy plots. Yeah, because it's not zombies in the classic zombie way. It is like a plant mutation on people. It's like people. It's spores. That's what it is. Yeah. It's about spores that have basically forced. Um, mold and plant evolution and that it all comes from mold and stuff it's very clever um and it will be interesting to see what they do with it definitely um the only other thing i've noted down and this is another video game related thing is they're doing the borderlands movie yes and they've cast jack black as the voice of a robot called claptrap which is like your kind of like um comic relief um little kind of funny little robot character who's very famous um Having not played a lot of the games, but knowing the character a little bit, it's quite a good casting, to be honest, for voice alone. If it was going to be him on screen as a robot, that'd be a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we do our final but favourite segment? Yeah, which, of course, we know is... Casting Couch! So, my favourite segment. Yeah. Other people like the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I love the segment. Other people don't mind it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so in this third season of the Manic Podcast, we have been recasting The Lord of the Rings as if it was made today. Uh, we've been going through the characters. Um, and today, I would say we, we struggle with the, 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 the race when casting hobbits. We do. It's not our easiest thing. No. But maybe we'll have better luck with this one because today we are casting the older version not the younger version the older version of bilbo baggins we are played by ian holm in the original yeah um so yes i mean i have two options i also have two options cool i mean we may have brought the same options for we know. maybe i don't know I've, I've got two very different options um i've got one i'm actually really happy about and one I'm I'm happy with both of them. One, one of, of them options, I can see maybe you've picked. One of my options even comes with a a an added bonus of having the perfect casting to play young Bilbo. <laughs> really? Kind of, but not really. Uh, but right. basically, who, do, you, do you want to go first? As, 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 I don't know why. I, I can do. I can oh, do. Well, right. Then. So my my top choice, uh, and this is this is one of those where I thought top choice and then went i better check they're alive <laughs> okay. like, oh i don't know about this one is it is he alive yes derek jacoby is still alive oh, wow that's actually really good uh, i was pleased he came actually instantly because there was a point in the past where i used to get him confused with ian holm on a couple of times see, i can see that yeah okay derek jacoby is really good yeah mm-hmm. he's got that good speaking voice as well which yes. bill does kind of have when I was in A-levels, my art teacher used to say, you know what, Tobias, you remind me of a young Derek Jacobi. <laughs> and that's all I can say about that. That's why I'm like, all right. And I don't think I've really watched that many things that Derek Jacobi's in. Cool. Obviously, he was in Doctor Who at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just to give reference, um, Derek Jacobi's currently 82. Yes, but alive. But, that was yeah. what I... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old my first option is. Okay, mine's actually a year older than yours. Oh, I've gone for someone we've actually had in these polls before, but has not won. And I double checked. Yes, I've gone for Anthony Hopkins. 
So have I. That's interesting. <laughs> have you? What for your second option? Yeah, that's my second. Okay, option. Anthony Hopkins is my first option because I can see him as that old older gentleman who'd had this life already with the ring. Yes. I fully believe when I look at Anthony Hopkins that he's been up to some stuff in his past. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's my first choice, and apparently your second choice. So basically, we're gonna have three options this time. Or have you yeah, got someone else you're gonna I... bring in? Well, you've you've got another option. To I have. I, and I will I... think about someone. What I will say is my second option is very different to what we've already had so far and is currently only 65 years old, but that's not an issue for ageing and stuff. And I will say, I don't know what this actor's capability would be of doing a different accent. Oh, okay. I don't know how good Arnie is. No, I'm I'm joking. Um, No, I wouldn't. Basically, I've gone for Brendan Gleeson. Oh, really? Yeah, I like him, and I actually think he's got quite a lovable face in some of the things I've seen him in. Um, I think he's got quite a lovable look, and I could see him as this guy who's had a lot happen to him in his life. And then when you need to play, when you need to play young version, just get Domino in. Just get Domino in and shrink him down. He's visually visually nothing like Brendan Gleeson. (laughs) No, but they're related. It's fine. That's it's fine. Market. So it's like you know what you can play your dad when you're younger. It's fine. But no, I went. I went because I actually I look at him and I think he looks quite. I think he's got quite a friendly face, and I think that is kind of the thing I have about Bilbo. Okay, right. Uh, but as I said, he is Irish, and I uh, did Google like, it. Very Irish. I, well. He is, but I, and I did Google it, and I I could not find anything of him not being Irish, like any clips and the problem is it whenever I, you you google brendan gleason you actually only get clips of his son domino <laughs> okay that's it. which is really unhelpful when you've googled brendan gleason he right. must be livid i would be i've got i've got my backup okay cool I've, I've got my my second option now okay at the tender age of 92 oh wow hello someone else from doctor who Bernard Cribbins. Bernard Cribbins. I don't know why I'm Googling him. I know who he is. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I was Googling him as you said, so I got a visual. I get it. Yeah. The problem I is, mean, remember, I've only him, quickly. He is looking a little bit haggard now. Uh, yeah, possibly. But also, Although I have also found a picture of him as a dame. Very entertaining. But you've got to think, right? A, I've only just thought of him. But yeah. also, this is Bilbo essentially at the end of his life. Anyway. That's true. That is true. And he's gone and... a little bit crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I quickly had to go for someone because we both went with... Um, I mean, we, we have put three forward before. We did, well, we did for the, Hob- the other Hobbits, but that's because we were doing two at the same time. Mm-hmm. But we'll, I'll put them through. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. Of, a lot of people like Wilfred Mott. <laughs> So, are we happy with those four? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, so ladies and gentlemen, what's going to happen is once this uh, podcast goes live, I will be in that day doing a poll on Twitter so that you can choose between uh, Bernard Cribbins, Anthony Hopkins, um, Brendan Gleeson, and uh, Derek Jacoby on who you think should play Bilbo Baggins in a remake, or if you do have your own suggestions, please give forth. You may get a shout-out in a future episode if we like your options. 
Yeah. Um, and I was looking back through the Twitter yesterday, and I did see that we had we did have someone suggest something for one of the other characters. I actually, I'll tell you what, I only noticed because I we it. you commented yeah. on it. Yeah, and that's because I was actually gaming with the person who did it. Oh, okay. Um, and I didn't because I, I didn't see it. Uh, let me see if I can find it so I can actually reference it properly. Um, profile. It's not far back. I'm on airplane mode. Well, it'll be right here because this is the thing. Click on there. Right. So basically, um, for the role of Arwen, we put forward Catherine uh, Waterston, Natalie Dormer, Sarah Paulson and Anna Hathaway. Now, out of that vote, Catherine Waterston did win that round. Yeah. Um, But uh, Gluten Free Glow um, on Twitter put forward um, the choice of Bridget Regan or Reagan. I will have to Google her, but I think I... I actually don't recognise her, but visually, yeah, I could see it. So um, that's a quick shout-out there to Michael, who's behind Gluten-Free Glow. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I didn't get to the tweet soon. I don't know why it didn't tell me I had a notification. But but I've put a picture up under it so people can see who who's being referred to. And actually, visually, I can see it. She seems to be from a show called Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, to be honest. But I, I think, think I know her from something else, to be honest. But, um, oh, I do. She's in Agent Carter. That's that's how he knows it, because he's yeah. just finished watching all of Agent Carter. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, there's, yeah, I mean, um, Catherine Watts, well, Watson did win that one. Yes. But that's one of the first, one of the few times we've had another suggestion put forward. Yes, we have. Because that is an option when... But you see the poll, vote on the one you like from the options, but you can also put one forward yourself. Yes. And if enough people like it, maybe we'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you want to conclude that segmente? Uh, well, the segmente gets concluded like this. Thus concludes... Casting Couch! Indeed it does. Indeed I it don't is. have anything else personally to discuss, do you? I was just going to mention uh, a quick casting thing that has come up recently that... Uh, the villain, or expected to be the villain in Captain America 2, okay. is Zo- Zoe Ashton. From, uh, yes, Zoe Ashton. Okay. From Fresh Meat. Okay. You, you know Zoe Ashton. I don't recognise the name. We watched her in a film. Um, you know the, the film, I can't think what the film's called now, but it had the killer artwork in it. <laughs> Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet Buzzsaw. Uh, she, yeah, she's from Fresh Meat, which I think you also know, don't you? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. Oh, you knew her at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I probably uh, recognise well, her, yeah. She's a British actress, and she's been cast as a key role, expected to be the villain for Captain America. No, Zoe not Captain. Ashton, did you say? Yes, Zoe Ashton. But it's spelled Z-A-W-E. Z-A-W-E. Oh, Zoe Ashton, okay, cool. As in, that's how it's spelled, Zoe. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I re- I recognise her instantly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. Villain uh, really? for Captain Marvel too. Yes. Oh, fair enough. I wonder who who they could be playing. I I don't know. That that's not been noted. No. Um. Very. Oh, very interesting then. Yeah. It was also in Saint Trinians. Velvet Buzzsaw, Captain Marvel two. Yes. Mm. Okay. I was also in a single episode of Misfits, so I, I, I am familiar with the character and yes. apparently Doctor Who. Not that I can remember that. Okay. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder who they'll be. Not knowing a lot about the character Captain Marvel myself, generally, I couldn't even guess. No, I I don't. Um, Also, the other thing is, it looks like things are ramping up for the spin-offs of uh, Game of Thrones. I saw that Reese. I thought they'd been cancelled. No, they they put out like six pilots. Some have got cancelled. Is it House of Dragons? House of Dragons, I think. Oh, about uh, the Targaryens past. I think so, yeah. Uh, Reese Ivans has been cast. I, oh, I do think I saw something about that, actually, yeah. yeah. And someone else, but I can't remember the other person. Interesting, because actually I would like to see more of the world yes. of Dungeons and Dragons. I don't really care about the Iron Throne anymore. And no. I don't think anyone does now. <laughs> Not after the ending. But yeah. um, I, I do... It's one of those worlds, a bit like the Harry Potter world, I, I'm interested to see more of the world and how it works. Yeah. Actually, Lord of the Rings, to be honest. Yeah, which is kind of why the, the series will be good. Yes, and it is on the way. Okay, so if you want to get all those latest little tidbits, you can go over to our Twitter at the Manic with two ends. Very mm-hmm. important. important. And that is actually, if I tell you the truth, the second best place. <laughs> that is actually the second best place, if I tell you the truth, to keep up to date with us. Twice, where's the best place? We have a special exclusive Discord community. If you pay. The patron, yeah, nice and simple. We've already plugged About it once minimum. before, yeah. And the link to that, as well as all of our social medias, will be down below in the description to this in our link tree, as well as our Tumblr. I think our Instagram is on there, and our TikTok's probably not because we're not really using it. Not yet. We, <laughs> we will. Get, we will. We will get to it. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. But that is a, the two best places to keep up to date with us. If you want to pay and get a little bit extra access to the, the Manic Discord server, one pound twenty a month, nice and simple. You get special exclusive segments, special polls. You get to chat to me and Tobias as well as the other patrons. And yeah. we also have started kind of doing little uh, Manic Games Nights, really, haven't we? Yeah, if you've ever played Among Us mm. and would like or to play with... To. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We'll be playing other things when we can find things to play. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's about finding stuff that's not going to cost people money, basically. Yeah. And, you know, and just... Yeah, we, we had one a couple of days back and it was fun. Yes. Fun for you lovely patrons. Who are hopefully still listening? <laughs> you didn't listen to the exclusive segment, and they go, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah, well, we know that Zane listens, and Zane listens to us in double speed. <laughs> so if we talk really fast, anyway, it's going to be really fast to hear and listen to it anyway. That'd be quite interesting to listen to hear about it. Right. So anyway, this is the ending, and I think before <laughs> we step up the speed too much or slow down, we should probably think about saying goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, that was nice. And he made eye contact the whole time through. (laughs) Uh, Stay safe, everybody, in these difficult times. And most importantly, stay manic.